Welcome to the Bed Post Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym, and I'm the producer of the sex show called the Bed Post Sex Show. That's a weird way of putting that, but I'm going to keep it in. Um, I like to invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond into the studio to have a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality, and today we're going to do exactly that with a very special guest, actor Eric Minch. Oh, hi. Oh, hey. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> I didn't see you there. You, I've been sitting here the whole time. You just did not look up at me. How awkward. <laughs> I've, I've been very uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry. Just throughout my entire day. <laughs> I've just been here. I've been here for like just three hours. Waiting. And I was like, oh. I feel so unwanted. But yeah. <laughs> Eric, you did my last bedpost show. Yes. And you did a scene from your Fringe show, a preview Mm -hmm. you did. A preview of a scene from Caitlin and Eric are broken up. That's right. And you're Eric. I'm Eric. And she's Caitlin. She's Caitlin. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me. Tell me about this show, Jess Beaulieu, who is a bedpost darling. Mm -hmm. She's directing it. She is. Tell me a bit about this crazy show. It sounds amazing. Well, uh, Caitlin uh, is uh, also a fantastic performer. She, uh, I met her about two, two and a half years ago at a show that I was hosting that was like a storytelling show. Um, I, I told, love storytelling shows. I love them too. Love them. Yeah, it's something I've gotten into in the last couple of years and it's just like, I used to do stand-up and then I realized I don't know how to write a joke and I just know how to tell a tell story. Tell a story, yeah. So that's what I do. And now. it I doesn't have to be funny. funny in a storytelling show no. either. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, get, if you make the audience sad in a stand-up show, they're like, this guy's a bad performer. But if you do it at a storytelling he's show... He's so deep and interesting. So oh, and then that's funny. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, I was producing a show, and uh, I had met Caitlin at uh, a, a fundraiser, I think, earlier. And uh, we, I invited her to do the show. Mm-hmm. I told a story about this ridiculous um, lie that I told in a relationship. Nice. It wasn't. It wasn't like like I don't know. I. Uh, was it a fib? It was a little fib. It was a fib. Little it little wasn't little. like it wasn't like. No, I never, I never like, I never like. Lied I was cheating about on cheating her or anything. the whole like, time. I yeah, was it was never anything cheating. malicious. It was, it was a lie about um, uh, that had to do with the Three Stooges <laughs> and the origins of the Three Stooges, and I just made up this lie. And she believed me, and I told Oh my god, is that the line in the scene? They're all played by the same actor. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Oh, I have like a 10 minute chunk in this show dedicated to this story because Caitlin's like, we don't know how to script it as a sketch or as like a scene, so just tell, just the, tell story. the story. So I'm just telling the story in the middle of the play, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, but it's like one of my favorite stories to tell. Um, so I did that story at this show, and she told a story about a divorce, or her divorce, mm-hmm. that she was currently going through at the time. This was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had been in a nine-year relationship. Uh, the marriage had lasted almost a year, uh, and she told a story about her divorce, and it was just heartbreaking oh, and just, like, beautiful in a way and funny and poignant and just, like, almost bizarre. A really, really good story. 
Um, and she's done my my show a couple times since, but she got into the fringe this year and she like advertised it. She's like, I got a fringe spot and I don't have a show. Does anyone have a show? Mm-hmm. And like, everyone's like, no, oh, I have a show yeah. about me. I have a show about this. Yeah. Night. Immediately 5,000 messages. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I think she was just like, I hate all this. And me, I'm like, I think I saw, I saw the post and I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I have no I'm not even, I'm not even going to respond. Yeah. And she approached me and she's like, uh, I remember this story you told about the, the, the founder. It the, really yeah. hit her in, it, she's, in a very deep She place, loves yeah. the story. I love the story. It's about, it's about the, the John Stooge. He was the, the creator of the Three Stooges, John Stooge. <laughs> uh-uh. Um, and so, yeah, she was like, I want to do a show about... That incorporates John Stooge and my divorce and bring it together somehow. So originally the show was about how we were two people who were in the middle of a breakup. Okay. Who, like, we were each other's rebounds in the story. And we kind of, like, told the stories of our own relationships. But then we realized that show was, like, two hours long. (laughs) And so we kind of, like, merged it (laughs) to be, like... Both of our relationships were the same relationship. And then we tell stories about our two relationships as if they were one relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's fictional, but all the stories are true. Yeah. Um, a blend of a blend, fact and fiction. A sweet blend. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So in the scene you did for Bedpost yes. was pretty, a uh, pretty sex, uh, sexy, sex themed. It was very sex themed. Uh, <laughs> it was it was the was... perfect choice, by the way. Like how perfect, <laughs> how perfect a scene to do at Bedpost. Oh, it's just so, awkward, awkward sex. Oh, like, just awkward, awkward, sex. awkward first time sex. Yeah, awkward sex moments. Two people who are so vulnerable, and two people who are like, I don't know how to do this anymore. Is this right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's typical sex with me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was yeah. gonna say, is there a bit of realism in that <laughs> oh, scene as well? Oh, so much. Where I'm like, oh, oh, I want music now. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna leave you there for a second. Music because I just need to get my shit together, and then I'll come back and I'll be sexy. But yeah, I'm right, right now. I need to go be weird over here You're by I the stereo. Yeah, <laughs> I can't kiss you and feel what I'm feeling right now. I just feel so weird. Yeah, so. um... <laughs> I'm a great lover, by the way. Yeah, um, all the ladies just... on there. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, we did that uh, scene, um, and uh, Jess Beaulieu, who uh, she, we we got her as a director initially, um, but then she kept chiming in with these ideas and just like spicing up the scenes, and and she became like the third writer, the of co-writer. The show. Yeah, so it's like stories from Caitlin and my life. And Jess's imagination, and we kind of mix it together, and it's it's been so much fun so far. Fucking brilliant, because yeah. Jess is a stand-up, a yeah. really well-known Toronto feminist, mm-hmm. and she does, man, she does a lot. She does a lot of writing. She does. She writes for The Beaverton, yep. she writes for CBC, she, she, she does, does so the, much. She does The City, I think is Yeah, she does The City, yep. Crimson Wave, yep. she's all over the place. She's all over Toronto. Yeah. She's um, everywhere you want her to be. She, um, well, Matt and I actually did a project with her a while back. Yes! Yeah. Yeah, talk about that. It's fun. <laughs> it was called, um, oh, what was it called? Matt? Yeah? What was the film that, <laughs> what was the film that, uh, Jess Boyu did? What was that called again? It was called... Killjoys! Busy the... Little Boy. Busy Little Boy, Yeah. <laughs> Being rambunctious little scamps in the city. Killjoy. Um, it was called uh, yeah, Killjoy. 
Um, I'm keeping all that in, by the way. It was so much fun. Yeah, Jess out of the blue asked me to uh, just be in this uh, little short <laughs> film that she was like submitting for uh, for funding for to, to get made to do a show. And I I'd known Jess. I did stand up years and years and years ago, but mm-hmm. like we hadn't really reconnected mm-hmm. until about I want to say it was about a year ago that we shot this, and it was just so much fun. <laughs> um, and so like I thought of her for directing, mm-hmm. and, and the pr- the premise of that little film was you and Matt oh, were just total we were, misogynists. We were just like yeah, like two guys at a bar who were just like you know guys guys like yeah. hey little lady, and then just like women keep popping up out of nowhere and just like shattering like. Shattering the misogyny and just like kind of like putting us on our place. And yep. It was like oh, so much fun. Didn't you guys get a lot of heat for doing those roles? We were uh, because that that shit just on a that, lot. yeah that film in general just the comment section oh, blew on, on up, YouTube right? yeah like blew up like they were oh god what did they say but people said shit they, about you and well, Matt they said, literally they said we were gender traitors there you go that's what I... because we had shot this film that's gender it. traitors and I'm like all right cool if that's I'm fine with that, all right? <laughs> I'm fine with that because I think it's hilarious and, you know, fucking people, yeah. Like, you stand behind it. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I asked Jess, like, because, I mean, we re- reconnected sort of through that film, um, and I thought it would be fun. I know she's uh, she directed, years ago, she's directed, like, the Templeton Philharmonic. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, like, and she's hilarious, too. She's the so, best. Yeah. So and a hard worker, like the hardest worker, intense. Like yeah. I, I, yeah, she's I, on. Yeah, she's on. Like she shows up. She's like, stop talking. We're doing this. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> Is she a hard ass? Okay. Oh, she's a hard ass. <laughs> like, the best possible way. Because Thank I'll be you. like, mm, let's joke around. She'd be like, no, you're just do the scene. All right, just do, just do the, the scene. scene. <laughs> the nicest way possible. Get your shit together. Do the scene. Do the fucking like, scene. Okay. <laughs> but like, yeah, I was like, nah, just bully you. And like, I was, I, I was throwing names out, and Caitlin knew her. And I think Caitlin did stand-up at her show years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, let's ask her. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jess will never do this. And Jess is like, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, awesome. good. Oh, that's so sweet. And then I was like, That's the oh. same thing I feel every time I ask Jess to do something. Like, Actually, she'll never like, want to yeah. do it. And she always says yes. And I'm like, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> My show? You? Yeah. And I was kind of scared, actually, when we brought Jess on. Because I'm like, I mean, she's like, She's hard ass. She's like a, a like a, a hardcore. She's like like a, one of the biggest voices of feminism that I know. And I was like, oh, this is a show where I like lie to women. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I feel like she's gonna like paint me as like the bad guy. <laughs> and it's just like I'm just gonna like be hated by her. And like I, I anticipate like because she's involved in the show she's gonna have a lot of her supporters come see it and i'm like i'm just gonna be the bad guy in this show mm-hmm. but it hasn't been that at all no. it's been like very um it sounds like a pretty harmless l- oh that was just lie. me being a crazy a yeah, pretty oh, yeah. Harmless and this is like me in my head being like oh god what's the worst possible thing that can happen yeah that's for sure gonna happen but yeah just has been just has brought the show together and it i couldn't be happier to work with her that's absolutely it's amazing yeah and uh so as as a good uh, little segue the scene you did at bedpost it involved some role play yes i'm not gonna give a spoiler at the end of the scene but some role play mm-hmm. do you are you an enjoyer of role play an enjoyer are an indulger are you fair an- enough <laughs> um i have uh not like not with like a long-term relationship there was like 
zero role play in really? like, all of my long-term relationships. But like, there's been a few women Moments? in like the last couple years that would like role play some <laughs> things that I'm like, I am into this, and some things that I'm like. What are I we... am so uncomfortable right now. So what's now. what's the one of those things? Okay, like some of the, some of the some of the things are like, oh, like okay, so okay, comfortable ones. I'm like, oh, we're gonna do a thing where like, oh gosh, uh, we did. A, there was a camp role play because we, we were actually we were <laughs> we're, in, we're, we were, we're camping. <laughs> it was at a music festival that I hosted a couple years ago, and we were just both actors and we were both weirdos, and we did it in the back of an SUV and we were like pretending it was like a camp thing and I'm like this is just hot and just like Great. we're both like using our makes imaginations se- makes sense we're out in the wilderness fun um but uh, a, a girl that um I slept with maybe almost a year ago mm-hmm. she has she had like a daddy fetish oh yeah and it's common she, it, it, fair enough. And it's this common. is something I had not encountered before. Really? That, yeah. Well, like, so overtly, where she was like, okay, <laughs> this you're is my daddy, weird. I'm your rambunctious little girl, and you gotta treat me like, you gotta, like, punish me because I've been bad. And so I'm she's like, a bad girl. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, I'm Eric, by the way. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> um, and so that was the kind of thing she's like, oh, I'm gonna do an impression of her if you don't mind. <laughs> Please. Oh, daddy. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, don't be a bad girl don't anymore. Be, be better. Be a be better, better person. Be better. Be a better I want you kid. to be responsible when you grow up. No, daddy. Well, I'm like, I just want to teach you, like, how to be a good adult. I think it's my role as your daddy is to just, you know, help you get through the rigors of childhood and adolescence and be, a, a, just be a good example of what you should want in a man as an adult woman. She's like, oh, daddy's me. And I'm like, well, that's not going to solve anything. <laughs> and she's like, no, you have to like spank me or else this isn't going to happen. And I'm like, okay, God. I'm like, you're, you're... I don't agree with corporal punishment. Oh, it was so weird. I don't agree with corporal punishment. It was weird. Well, she's like, you're going to spank me, daddy. And I'm like, all right, well, okay. Okay. And then like, bend over, daddy. And I'm like, okay. And just like, I'm like, just like <laughs> barely, I'm like, barely, I'm like, just I'm like, barely touch her. She's like, no, she's like, you gotta do you gotta look out. I gotta feel the sting. I don't get wet unless I feel the sting. And I'm like, you're intense. <laughs> you're being this a little a, intense with me right now. This is a lot. <laughs> this is I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed. So you know what? I was like, I'm like, all right, we're here. We're at this point. I'm gonna like. Did you try? I tried. Yeah. Were you willing to I like? Tried. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm open to this. I'm and I'm like, I'm like, but then like, I'd be like, you're a bad girl. And then part of me on the inside is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're Why? Bad, what? What was that girl. coming from? Because I'm like, because I'm like, no, like. <laughs> I don't want to just say it, like, fathers shouldn't fuck their daughters. That's what I want. Fathers should not fuck their daughters. <laughs> And it's just, it's just intense I for mean, me. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, the primal fucking animal brain shit that's like, this is the man, this is my example of what a man is in my life. And this one, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it, all right? I'll play along, but... I'm not gonna be as turned on as you, I promise. So you. it's like, just the specific, like, daddy-daughter roles. Well, there might be other ones that... Like, what if it was, like, okay, so what if it was, like, a very similar type of a power exchange, but with different people 
like somebody, like a, oh, bo- a boss and a oh, that's just employee. Hot. That's just okay. Very so there, yeah. you're, you're on board. Oh, for sure. And if they're like, oh, you, I'm punishing you because you did a, how do you fuck, fucked up the I reports been a bad today? Employee. Yes. Okay. Then you're okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's just, so it's just, just like, normal. It's hot. This is just the age play. <laughs> it's just normal and hot. Yeah. yeah. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, just the age play that bothered you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I it was, get yeah, it. It was like she had the specificity of her <laughs> her playing the role. I'm like, dude, this is just so weird. She's like, no. She's like, I've got a great relationship with my father. Everything's fine. Like, yeah. It's just something. It's just some fantasy that is. Yeah. 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 Like, well, my boat here. Yeah. Like, some yeah. people so. totally identify, even kind of like in their regular lives, identify as quote unquote littles. Okay. So they just identify as a person that's much much younger, and you know, a lot of times it is only in the bedroom where it okay. kind of manifests in that way. They're where they want to play young. They just Fair want enough. to play young. But it's obviously two consenting adults yeah, playing, yeah. you know, adult type of play. Yeah. Yeah. But some people, yeah, they identify as littles. Yeah. And they kind of, that's, that's their thing. Yeah. I think in the bedroom, I identify <laughs> as... Um, yeah, what am I getting? What am I getting when I'm... I, I'd be like a horse. I'd be like, Woo! <laughs> So, come in, blah, 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 you feed me oats. So bestiality is fine. Oh, no, that's not like that. You're a horse, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, she made me be a daddy. You're going to, you have to be a horse because I'm a horse, and otherwise that's weird. I don't know. Otherwise it's bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. And you have very yeah. strong ethics in the bedroom, Absolutely. it sounds like. Absolutely. <laughs> so if I'm a horse, you also have to be. Yeah, otherwise, you know, it's not God's plan it's there. Weird. It's weird. Otherwise it's... <laughs> Or you're Catherine the Great, because that's historically accurate, okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about a half horse, like a, a like minotaur? A centaur. A centaur? Mm-hmm. What's a minotaur? Minotaur, I think, is like half bull, half... Like bull head. Okay, same idea. And man body okay. kind of thing. Yeah, half halfy. What about a halfy? A little half... A halfy animal? I'd be cool with that. You're cool? It's like a mermaid, a mermaid fantasy? Merman? I'd be... Okay, yeah, but like, that's the thing, like... This is a common thing I've heard, like... If you're a mer- like a mermaid, uh-huh. like you think of Ariel, mm-hmm. like little top mermaids, uh-huh. you know? it's like the tops, like oh, beautiful babe. And I'm like, oh, where's there's no vagina. Or uh, this is a there's fish nothing bottom. here. I can like, what do you what? Where does it? It's it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> it gets weird at the fish. Yeah, at the fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like if it were the other way around, where we were like fish top and the legs. If Ariel's like legs were as pretty as her top half, I'd be like. Mm-hmm. You'd be yeah. more interested in the fish head, female I think body. So. Yeah. Female bottom, sorry. Female bottom. Female bottom. Fish head? Fish top, yeah. You're not freaked out by the. <laughs> oh, it's. Yeah, no, I'm saying if I had to choose. Mm, it's terrifying. If someone had it's a gun to my terrifying. head and was like, pick one of these half mermaid people, okay, <laughs> just I'd, I'd pick to have sex with? I would pick. <laughs> the I'd vagina. Fish so. top. Fish top? Fish top. Vagina bottom. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we clarified that. Because it's one of the hard-hitting questions I wanted to ask you today. Oh, it was. That's why I brought you you in the studio. So, okay. So, so you're not role-playing in long-term relationships. So, so what type of sex is happening? For me? Yeah. Like, what's your, what's your jam? (laughs) It's 
It's been a tough summer, Aaron. Let me tell you. As if it's been a it's I've been a bit of a, drought, a dry spell. A dry yeah. spell. Yeah, yeah, it's feast or famine, and it I'm starving right now. <laughs> frankly. Um, are you trying to date? What are you doing? I'm uh, yeah. Are I'm you always in... trying to date? I tried. I did. I did Tinder for a while, but yes. it's just like I hated it so much. It's just like <clears throat> I felt every time I like would swipe left or right, I'd be like, I'm a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. Ugh, no, and they yeah. might be like the nicest person in the world, but I'm like, no, that, you've got a weird mole. Yeah, it's very Get judgy. Out of mole, yeah, <laughs> mole face. No mole face. And she might it be really nice. Feel, she might be have a lovely personality. You're like, if someone's listening right now, and she's and like, like, my mole. I've got a mole. Oh no. I'm sorry to you specifically. I actually. <laughs> Whoever you are, yeah. I actually need a mole removed from my back. I just got a physical. Oh, and I got my full STD testing and HIV testing yeah. done, which is important. Oh yeah. And the only thing she said to me is that I need to get this one mole checked out. <laughs> She's like, well, I did the I did the STI test, uh, but that mole. But yeah. That mole is the yeah, thing that I'm really kind of concerned about. <laughs> I have a mole. I'm going to tell you a little mole story if please, I may. Please. So um, I've got a mole uh, right on. My asshole. <laughs> um, a little mole down there. And I've had three relationships with women where it's been serious enough that I've brought them home to meet the my mole? mother. To my mo- no. <laughs> my mother, okay? And my mother is my very familiar with this mole, as she likes to remind me. She used to change my shitty diapers. Yes, of course. And she would always see this mole and worry about this mole because she's very mole conscious. New moles, check your body for moles. Are they yeah, changing moles, shape, changing color? Check your balls, check your moles, always. Check your balls. That's my Those mom. are her two rules. Yeah. She doesn't say I love you, but she says check, check your, your balls. balls. That's how she says it. <laughs> so, are you checking your balls for moles? Oh yeah, the mole balls, the ball moles. Yeah, those are the worst kind <laughs> of moles. Those are the worst kind. A mole on your balls, just it's game over, bud. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> God. So, so three relationships where it's been serious enough that I brought them home to meet Mama. And she does, she's done this three times where she'll like get them alone. Yep. Corners them. Like making potatoes or whatever. Can you help me in the kitchen? Yep. And she'll (laughs) lean in and she'll say, Eric has this mole. No. On his asshole. No. And no, she doesn't, Eric. No, she doesn't. I promise. She says the word asshole. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Yes! You've never met Lori Minch. Oh my god, this is 100%. Lori? Lori. Lori yeah. Minch, okay. So, okay. Eric has a, this mole on his asshole, and you need to just check it every now and then <laughs> to make sure it's not getting bigger. Yeah. Now, make sure, to make sure it's just, it looks like a normal mole, because I've always been scared of this mole. She's done this to three different partners in You're my life. You're fucking kidding me. So, what I want is, I think, the woman of my mother's dreams, for me anyways, and I'm is like going to derm- prepare her. a dermatologist? Or a dermatologist. <laughs> or a surgeon. You know, slice that piece. I want a woman, like, next time I bring a woman home, when I get serious enough, I want her to go to my mom and be like, so I wanted to ask you about this mole. Are you Eric's aware of the mole? Are you aware of this mole? Okay. <laughs> That's what I want. I want her to bring it to her, to Lori. <laughs> to Lori Minch. And then my mom will be like... Marriage material. Yeah. I'm this on. Is the one. I'm bored. This is the one. Let's do it's it. It's the mole test. <laughs> so that's my mole story. 
god. Yeah. I have um I have a mole story that, oh, I'll, that I'll tell you just before we go on break. Um okay. <clears throat> I've had a couple moles removed. Okay. Um and um for whatever reason, both times I had these moles removed. I was young, a young person, so my mom came with me into the it's not really an operating room. It's like a doctor's it's like office. A procedure. Yeah, it's a yeah, procedure. It's yeah. a doctor's office. Um, and, you know, my mom, probably just like out of nerves or like whatever, or just, I don't know, she's just trying, talking like nervously. She always tells, um, twice she's done it now, while I am getting the mole removed. So I'm having minor surgery done on me. Yeah. She starts telling me how when I was young, um, I went to gymnastics, right? Um, and I, I kind of, I didn't like gymnastics very much. And for the balance beam, um, you know, I wouldn't like walk across it with my feet because I was a little scared of doing that. So I just like straddle it and just like scooch, <laughs> scooch across the, across the whole balance beam, like straddling it. Mm-hmm. So, so the vagina is in contact with, <laughs> with, the, with the balance beam. And during beam. that scooch period, you're like, I like gymnastics right now. <laughs> for some reason. Suddenly, yeah. I like it. Um, and... And so I got, um, like, planters, warts that that children get on their feet and people get on their feet. I had them on my hands. I got them on my genitals when I was about five. Okay. Okay. And I had to get those removed. So I don't know if there's something of, like, my mom reliving that moment and how terrible that was. But anytime I got a mole removed, she would tell this story about me getting these planters warts removed from my vagina when I was five years old. And how he didn't use anesthesia, and he would, the doctor seemed to be so confused. This is all in my mom's story of it. So confused as to why I was misbehaving and crying so much, and beha- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He was just so confused and like di- angry and like disappointed in this kid just like losing her shit while he's trying to come moles off of her vagina. That's like the oh my god! I think my mom had some trauma about it. And she, like, relived the trauma anytime I was getting like, the mole removed. <laughs> she just feel the need to talk about it two times in a row. Oh, I got a mole removed from my scalp and one remol- removed... Remold. Remold. <laughs> one removed from my belly button. And she told the exact same story. And, like, I'm trying to stay still and I'm half anesthetized. And I'm holding her hand and I'm just squeezing her hand to, like... Stop! Just stop! Just stop talking! Stop (laughs) telling the story! Stop! I don't know if she could not feel me squeezing her hand. Holy hell! But the truth is, I had, I had, I had warts on my vagina at one point in my life. Fair enough. I did. It's a normal kid thing. I don't know about the vagina part, but the hands and the feet. I think that's (laughs) normal. Yeah, that's a hundred percent normal. Okay. We're gonna go. We're gonna go on a break. We're going to go on a break. We're going to hear a nice commercial from the folks that come as you are. And we'll be right back with Eric Minch. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. 
Hi everyone, welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. You're listening to Aaron Pym, and I'm here with special guest Eric Mint. Hey, that's me. Hey, here he is. He showed up again. Just <laughs> Uh, you're still long, here? You're still like a, here? It was like three hours of break, and I'm, I've just been sitting here. <laughs> just sitting in the exact scared same. scared and confused in the dark, yeah. <laughs> Where'd she go? What? <laughs> I thought we were... Oh. So, okay. So, I asked you before, <clears throat> but then we started talking about moles, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it, moles are very interesting. Good chat. We Absolutely. had a good mole chat <laughs> exchange of stories. Um, so, what, what, like, what types of sex do you have? Do you like to have? Um, vaginal, mostly. That's for me. Vaginal um, <laughs> um, Here's the thing. I vaginal feel like... this is great. So I um, was in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. that uh, I will describe as... as good, a lot, good, great sex. Yep. Very good sex. Yep. Um, pretty... I'd say vanilla. Pretty vanilla. Pretty vanilla sex, okay. Vanilla okay. sex is still good sex. It was so good. Yeah, I still... Don't worry. No, I still... It's still great. Great. Um, and then in, like, the last, like, maybe three and a half years, I've... It, it has been a little bit more adventurous. Oh. Yeah. So, like, what's, like, getting a little more adventurous? Um, oh, boy. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like, uh, I've used, uh... Like, toys? Toys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's been toys. Yeah, great. Uh, There's been, like, uh, some uh, bondage. Yep. Some restraints. Some restraints. Yeah. Some, like, some paddles. I don't know, like... (laughs) Um... I don't know. I feel feel like I'm, I'm like, everyone's like, everyone's like, this is stupid. Like, you were electric... There were people... At your last show, this woman, this domination was electrocuted. (laughs) And I'm like, mm, I like ropes. <laughs> I like ropes and dildos. Mm. I mean, Mush. well, for me, uh, yeah, you're, you're talking. <laughs> I'm just wiping my eyes. Taking off my glasses, wipe my eyes. Um, no, yeah, like that, yeah, that was Electro Stim, some Electro Stim play yeah. that, that Lady Shane was doing on yeah. my friend Miri. <laughs> and um, I mean, for me, I don't necessarily use. Like, I don't think it's, like, the implements that you're using that necessarily make it more adventurous or kinky. Like, for me, it is more about, like, the role play and the whole power dynamic situation. Like, I, to me, I'm, like, for me, just, like, to tell someone to put their arms behind their back and not move them. Yeah. Like, you don't need the ropes and the restraints gotcha. for me for it to be kinky or for it to be kind of not so vanilla. Yeah. Like, or stay there, don't move, close your eyes. And they do it and they have to. And they do it stuff. and they're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, I'm, I very much understand. This, you know what I, I mean? Like, like, oh, yeah, the ropes aren't necessary. Like, yeah. I, yeah, no, I know yeah. ropes are great and yeah. fan- <laughs> fucking fantastic. Though, I mean, I use a toy every... I, I use a vibrator. I love the vibrator. Mm-hmm. You've had girlfriends who use toys. Yeah, who insist. Who insist on using... Yeah, yeah, I need mine in the bedroom. Yeah. Um, So you're fine with that? Oh, of course, As a straight man. Oh, of course, Uh, yeah. No, that's totally fine. Her being like, hey, do you mind if... Not even do you mind. Hey, here's... This is the vibe I'm using. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, oh, great. It makes you feel good? That's great. Yeah, great. Yeah, you're totally on board board with the toys. You don't feel weird. Have you ever felt kind of weird about that? Um, if or intimidated like, by it. Or if she or like rolled over and was like, you stay over there. I'm just going to use this. I'd be like, no, that's, no, I want to be part of this too. Um, but that's never been the case. It's no. always been like, this helps me. And I'm like, great. I'm like, 
I, w- I want you to climax. I want you to feel good. So yeah. do, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so for the, the toy and for both of you to be to be working on it yeah. is a good thing. It's three of us, yeah. It's the three of you yeah. in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And you like to have the vaginal sex. Yes, I do. The vaginal oh, sex. It's the best. It's the vaginal. What types of protection do you use? Um, condoms. Um, condoms. Yeah. yeah. Um, spermicidal lubricant. You do? You use a spermicide. Um, I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I like, <laughs> yeah, I think I bought like cheap condoms and I was like, mm, this is lube too and it's spermicidal. So, cause, yeah, I just, <laughs> just yeah. in case. Yeah. Just in case. Because <laughs> it's a cheap condom? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it was like, <laughs> my old roommate, he worked at the Pan Am Games and he came home with a shopping bag full of condoms for me and uh. I think I like, Use them, and I use them like once or twice, and I'm like, these are terrible. Yeah, there are some bad condoms out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, There's this one, um, one that we had recommended to us, because we were having having some trouble with fit, directs love. Someone was like that, and I guess it just really shows how subjective um, the fit can be from one person to the next, because like, they were like, okay, this, we had some problems with fit too, and this is the type we tried yeah and it was the worst maybe the worst fit actually ever yeah, huh. yeah. and the box is still there <laughs> under that shark oh and the graphics on that box are terrible too <laughs> um are we looking at the same thing under the shark yeah i can see like i can see a little logo <laughs> i just, i can't really see it i just wanted to i just wanted to keep Play the shitting game. on these condoms yeah, Play the, the game it's yes and um, um, other protections. Yes. Uh, well, right now it's abstinence for me, frankly. <laughs> abstinence <laughs> is the best type of protection. Um, but I've uh, I, I dated a girl who had a intrauterine device, yep. which was nice. But I like bumped into it a few times. I was, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, where I'm like, is that? Is that and she's like, oh yeah, that's that's the that's thing. It. She's like, that's uncomfortable for me. And I'm like, okay, well I'll try and like position in a way, but like. So yeah. it, like poked you? You felt. Yeah, or I, I poked it. You poked it. More specifically. Yeah, I poked it. Was it like sharp? Did it like? How no, did it feel? no. It no. was. It just felt like. It's just um, like. Oh, what's that? It felt like a Hot Wheels car inside her vagina or something like. That. What? I don't know. That's the first thing I thought of. Um, <laughs> felt like a plastic pig inside her. That's all. Um, so you definitely felt it there. Definitely felt yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, she's like, oh, if it's bothering me, I can get it readjusted. And I'm like, I, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I don't want you to be like, hey, go in there and move stuff around. Because, yeah. you know, because Eric was uncomfortable that one time. No, it's like, I'm like, it's fine. I can like. I can live with it. I can live with it. I can live with it. This is great. Okay. Um, Stopping us from having yeah. babies. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly. I can live with it. It's like, yeah, Trust can, me. Yeah. I'd rather that. Yeah. I don't know why I said hot wheels. I don't know why I said that. I edited that part out and just like, like, it felt like a blah, whatever the funniest. Yeah. Just have Matt. I'll get Matt to write something. (laughs) (laughs) Just in Matt's voice, it'll just be over. It felt like a toy dinosaur. Perfect. Nailed it, Matt. Yeah. Much better. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Okay, so so with the vaginal sex, um, so do you get off via the vaginal sex usually yeah yeah so the thing i'm wondering with like a like casual sex generally like i was having this conversation with someone recently because they were just asking me about actually doing the work and asking me about my pleasure Mm -hmm. what types of pleasure i like to receive what types of sex i like to have like tell me about your orgasms and how you orgasm and i'm like 
usually with partners, what I said, usually with like casual partners, Mm -hmm. I don't tend to orgasm because I need a vibrator to orgasm and I need a specific type of stimulation to orgasm. So that doesn't always happen in like a casual encounter. Fair enough. If someone new, they don't know your body. Yeah. And and I'm not necessarily wanting to, like, I I love PIV sex, like just regular vaginal sex. Um, I love that a lot, even though I don't get off that way. Mm. Um, And usually as like a first encounter, I am very satisfied with just having the PIV sex Mm. with the partner and that being the experience. So we never actually get to the me orgasming part of it. Just because it's like, oh, fucking do I need to go through the details and <laughs> teach this person, essentially. Yes, and, and then there might be a bit of pressure on me, and maybe I won't be able to anyways. Yeah. Maybe we should just spend this first experience like just together and kind of having fun together yeah. without the pressure of me have uh, orgasming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever had... Do you ever have conversations with people oh, beforehand yeah. about what what types of pleasure they like and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because um, now I am doing that going forward. They're like, well, why don't you have this conversation with them before you even do hook up for the first 100%. time? I'm like, great fucking idea. Are other people doing that? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Good Just talking about you. like your own, your own personal needs, what you like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what do you like? Do you like clitoral stimulation? Mm-hmm. Do you, where do you want me to touch you? Do yeah. you want this? Do you want that? Um... I don't know. Sometimes I don't have the conversation, and it's fun to just like discover it. To just find you're it like, out. Is that? And then they're like, they're like Ooh, and I'm like, is that good? And they're like, yeah, that's good. And I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. I like the little the little treasure hunt. Reading um, the body language absolutely. and trying to have the verbal yeah affirmations as absolutely. well. Like, oh, feels good. There, yeah. faster, or whatever, whatever. And that's yeah. And the first first time you're with someone, you know, the first time you have sex with someone, it's like. I used to feel a lot of pressure to like be like, oh, you you have to come. Yeah. You have to come. Or like else you I've are f- the part. The no, girl. they have to come, yep. or else I've failed. Failed at the sex. I failed at the sex because that's the point of the sex is the gorgasms, right? right? Is the gorgasms? Is the gorgasms? <laughs> um, but um, no, I've yeah, but like I realized, yeah, like the more pressure I put on myself, the more. The, well, the less enjoyable it is because it's not about yeah. making a, a connection with someone, and it's like yes, yeah, yeah. It then it becomes less yeah because I don't yeah I agree you that first encounter I'm just talking about obviously if you're having sex with the person multiple times and obviously you'd like to have orgasms yeah. with that person to have that more in-depth conversation about what's very specific mm-hmm. types of stem you need or whatever but yeah i feel like the first time is more about like the connection yeah does this right? feel right are we are we yeah are we, are we even like is this like do you, do, do you like the way we touch each other kind of thing yeah or the energy like you know are you just yeah. like attracted to that person 100%. generally and are you vibing like yeah on the same wavelength yeah you know in that in that context yeah in the private like bedroom context yeah Yeah. i mean sometimes they they, you know you won't come like i've had it before where i'm like i don't think i'm gonna come yeah and that's and they're like oh is it i do something wrong no everything's fine everything's cool like that's it sometimes you both come it's great yes um (laughs) it's like whoa okay um but yeah sometimes it doesn't happen and i think like the older i the more mature i've gotten the more i'm like comfortable with being like no this isn't gonna happen like it's no big deal yeah and there's something to be said for like the experience versus like the the 
orgasm, that end goal. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't have to be all working towards that. Absolutely. For either partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can it just be more about the general, the journey? Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the more whole experience Absolutely. rather than this like one very specific goal. Yeah. Like, can it just be about us playing and like... Yeah, and just learning about each other a little yeah. bit and just getting to know each other a little bit in, yeah. like, a non-verbal, physical way. Like, I think, yeah, I think that's, like, one of the best things I've learned. Like, a young, okay, so as a young man, I would, like, I remember this one time. I, uh, I, I hooked up with this girl on St. Patrick's Day, oh. which is a day where people like to drink. I don't even know. <laughs> um, and we were both shit-faced, and I tried to come for I'll say like an hour and a half and it just wasn't happening yep and she was so like uncomfortable and I was like oh oh god I don't know what's wrong I'm so sorry oh no what's going on and I was like 22 at the time I'm like I'm so sorry I don't don't know what's going on I'm sorry and I'm like today if I was like like it'd be like I don't know. I wouldn't try for an hour and a half. I'd be like, eight minutes in, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. This is not going to happen. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it early. I'm like, we'll keep going if you're liking it, but like, this is like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do another thing. We'll try later. Yeah, try later. That's sober up. That's another thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're probably a little drunk was your problem. bread, you know? We'll see what happens. Some bread. That's some bread. That's what you do, right? So soak split, the split a loaf of bread. Yeah, split, let's see, that's what I do. After making love, I'll be like, <laughs> You break here's bread. A break them. literally, yeah. I have bread under the pillow and I just take it out. There's crumbs all over my bed, by the way. It's disgusting. <laughs> my bread is full. Like, Why are there crumbs? I'm like, Because there's bread here. Because that's what you eat after sex. <laughs> to sober <Yeah>. up. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Take your half of the baguette and shut up. It's hala. Thank you. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Um, That's even crummier. But no, yeah, like, getting older, like, with a new girl, I'll just be like, here's why I like like words. Yeah. I love words. Yes. I love eye contact. Yep. And I love... like, connection. Oh, God. But that's, like, that's something I discovered about myself in the last couple years. Yeah. I love when... She just talks. Yeah. What is she feeling? What is she what is she thinking right now? What 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 is her Just experience? constant conversation 100%, throughout the whole thing. Hundred yeah. percent conversation. Here's what I'm looking forward to. Here's the thing. Just the sound of the voice and just the attention. And then she'll be like, I want you to come now. And I'll be like, Yes. <laughs> that's that's what does it for me. That's all it has to be. I don't need yeah. that, those are my ropes. Thank you very much. <laughs> It's a string of words, and they tell me that's yeah. just real nice, yeah. <laughs> Generally, yeah, I'm just talking through the entire thing. Yeah? Yeah, I cool. like that. I like a lot of chatter happening. Love that. And it's funny, even if there's, like, somebody that's, like, on the quiet side, what, like, I still keep the narrative mm-hmm. in my head as if we are having the conversation. Okay. Because that really does it for me, like, the talk and the dirty talk and, like, as I was saying before, like, the role play. So, like, I will, if the person is not saying things for whatever reason or, like, I'm like, oh, you know, let's kind of experiment and play, like, in these roles and they're not really kind of 
really taking advantage, yeah. like really grabbing on to that. Yeah, they're not they're not on board with the game. Entirely. They're not totally, yeah, yeah or yeah. don't know how, or, or, yeah. or you know, kind of nervous about it, or whatever reason. Like, I will still, like, pretend they're saying things to me in my yeah. head. Like, I will be, like, generally when I'm having an orgasm, it will be because of something that's said, mostly. Yes. Right? So 100%. even if they are not saying it, I will be like thinking of the thing that I would, I want them yeah. to say. Yeah. And if you know them really well, you got their voice exactly in your head. You're like, that's, yeah, that's right. And you're looking at them afterwards and you're like, I'm so glad you said that. And, and he's what? like, what? I didn't, what? I didn't say anything. Yeah, you did. It's perfect. You did though. And it was perfect. <laughs> I used to be uncomfortable with that. Like, um, the first time I, like, told a girl to, like, tell me to come, it was so hard for me to do that. I felt like, I'm like, am I, like, imposing on you? Am I, like... And I think, yeah, people are worried that they're going to wreck the mood by saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, they're just going to totally, like, suddenly they will just lose their boner. Yeah. Like, or their lady boner. Like, where'd my lady boner? Where'd it go? You know, just because of one misstep. Yeah. Where it's so easy to just, okay, if they're going in that way and they're like, no, let's just kind of point it back over onto this pathway. Like, it's very easy to just kind of alter it. I'm actually having, um, on the next bedpost... Leah Lorenowitz, who is a phone sex operator, she okay. is doing a dirty talk Q&A. Cool. Yeah. Um, which, because I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are into dirty talk. A lot of people, but a lot of people also don't know how to, like even where to start mm-hmm. with the dirty talk. And it's just, I think maybe in our circles, people are more, because they're improvisers <laughs> and comedians. Like, yes and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yes and the whole time. Just go with it. But a lot of people maybe who aren't in that performer kind of atmosphere just have no idea. Oh, yeah. Like, and are so nervous to, like, try anything. Like, are they going to be into it at all? Like, you know, how do you know what they're going (laughs) to... But, like, that's, honestly, for me, anytime a woman knows what she wants... Yeah. And communicates that. I'm like, that's 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 so hot. Perfect. That's yeah. exactly the right thing. If you know what you want, you tell me. I'll try my best. I'll try like, my best. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing too. You can have the conversation beforehand, um, even before meeting the person, yeah. as to the things that you like to be said. Mm. That's another thing. Um, like the the um words that you like words or phrases you enjoy in the bedroom or just in general, just very basic, like what I like my parts to be called, like even people that are, you know, gender fluid and have gender feels, Mm -hmm. you know what? That's super important then because somebody's misgendering like a part of their body right away. They're going to feel like, yeah, just more. Like, no, no, that's not me. This isn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but but even if uh, cis to cis people, I think that's important. What do you like your? What do you like your dick to be called? What do you like your? Uh, the hammer. No, that's stupid. That's so weird. Just because it's shaped like Matt's, a hammer. No, right I'll there. get Matt's voice on that. The, <laughs> like the okay. toy dinosaur. The toy <laughs> 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 Eric, we're pretty much at time. Oh, okay, cool. Can you tell, do you know the dates for your Fringe show? Do you want to... All right. Our first performance is July 7th mm-hmm. at 6.45. Um, and we've got a show pretty much every day until the 15th uh-huh. at 11 p.m. But the show is called Caitlin and Eric are Broken Up at the Toronto Fringe. 
Is there somewhere online people can find that? Uh, you can get it on the Fringe website. If yep. you Google it, you can find it there. And I think there's also tickets on, a, I want to say Eventbrite, but I don't know about that. Maybe <laughs> FringeToronto.com. Correct. Or you can buy them at the door, too. Okay, right. Yeah. And that's Caitlin. Caitlin and Eric are broken up. This is Eric Mensch. Yes, it is. Thank this you is so Aaron much. Pim. Thank you. This I'm is Aaron so much Pim. fun. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming, Eric. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Guys, this oh. has been the Bedpost Podcast. For more information on everything Bedpost, you can visit us on Facebook, on Instagram, or on our new website, bedpost.ca. Lastly, the Bedpost Podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, Stephen Copeland. Stephen Copeland. Oh my god. <laughs> I never screwed that up before. Stephcopelandmusic.com. <laughs> <laughs>